I give you some advice? Just one piece of advice. Good advice. Good advice. Welcome to Nice Advice with Chuck Nice. Good advice. Good advice. That's good advice. Hey, this is Chuck Nice. I'm the host of Nice Advice. If you got a problem, we got the answer, whether it works or not. The worst person to give advice. There's a lot of people out there to try to give you advice. Here's what we do. We read advice columns, we figure out why they're wrong, and then we give you the real answer. You give such good advice. Hey, I am a professional comedian, which means you may or may not want to take my advice. I suppose it's good advice. <laughs> this is Nice Advice. Hey, this is Nice Advice. I'm Chuck Nice. I am the host of Nice Advice. And uh, let me set the room for you right now because I'm going to get right into it. And I have with me one of the best comedians in New York City who is also a personal friend of mine. You may recognize his voice because uh, you can't see his face from the many appearances that he has had on the uh, Late Show with David Letterman. And uh, he is really just one of the funniest people that you will ever get a chance to see on stage. So if you ever have that opportunity, you should do so. Please help me welcome Mr. Lenny Marcus. Lenny. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Listen to that crowd roar. Yeah. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Now, here's the deal, people. Here's the way this show works. Um, people came to me some time ago. I used to be in radio for a very long time. And uh, they were like, you know what? You need to do a podcast. And I said, you know what? I've already done a podcast. It's called radio. <laughs> the real podcast. <laughs> don't come to me with your internet crap. I don't want to do that. It's a step back for me. I am I am above that. <laughs> Snob. Uh, yeah, because I'm a visionary and, uh, you know, I'm a visionary like Donald Trump is humble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's the kind of visionary I am. So I didn't really realize the power of a podcast, and I said, no, I don't really want to do it. So finally, uh, I was like, everybody's got a podcast. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to be one voice uh, crying in the wilderness. Everybody's got a podcast. Who doesn't have? My grandmother is dead 10 years now, has a podcast. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And it's good. It's, it's, wow. it's good. So anyway. Any listeners to that? <laughs> that's the problem. Her distribution is not so great. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, here's what happens. I, I finally get to a place where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do a podcast because several people had asked. And I didn't know what to do, so I came up with this idea. I read these advice blogs for fun. I kind of read them for fun. Mockingly, I'd read them. I don't read them because I really believe what the people are saying is true. I read them mockingly. So, and then I mock the answers. So I said, wait a minute. Maybe that'll be my show. Because my philosophy is, what kind of narcissistic douchebag thinks that they know so much that they could tell somebody else how to live their life? <laughs> and then I thought, hey, <laughs> I'm a narcissistic <laughs> douchebag. Wait a minute. <laughs> like, yeah, where, where's that market? Where's, right, exactly. So anyway, long story short, uh, Lenny Marcus is my first guest because we uh, do a gig in Aruba with a guy named Aruba Ray. Uh, who was another comedian. And uh, that kind of sounds like an Arubian uh, used car salesman when I said it, Aruba <laughs> Ray. But anyway, uh, we're sitting on the beach one day. I told Lenny, I said, hey, so I got this idea for a podcast. I'm, I'm going to end up doing it. I don't know where yet, but several people have asked me to do it. And it's called Nice... Uh, no, I said, it's where I read advice columns and the answers, and then I tell the people why that is wrong. And then I give him the real advice. And he said, you call it nice advice. Boom. 
boom. And then Chuck freaks out yes, on the beach. I am freaking out on the beach because it's so simple, and I'm just like, "Oh my God, Lenny, you're right. That's the that's it. That it's nice advice." So then I say, "Uh, dude, when I do this, you have got to be my first guest. Promise me you'll be my first." That's right. He's like, "Be my first. And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, sure." Thinking I'm never hearing from him again, and it's fine. And then a year and a half later, he's like, "It's this Monday." Okay. And Lenny said, "Okay." Here we go. So, so guess what? Here we go, people. That is the show. That's how it works. And uh, let's jump right into our first advice column. Okay. Now, here's the thing, Lenny. Yep. I can't tell people where I'm getting this information, these columns, oh. because I think that might be a legal issue. <laughs> <laughs> where I read, where I read, let's say it's mm, I don't know, dear Krabby, ah, right? I see. Say, uh, and and then I tell you why she sucks, and here's what I got a feeling that could be a legal issue. I thought you were gonna say swipe left, swipe right, <laughs> or something like that. Exactly. So anyway. Um, Here's the first, I, I can't tell you where they're from, but so I've just titled them myself, and I call this one, Hit Me Up, and this is what the person says, okay? I can tell you that uh, um, uh, this one actually came from Reddit, so it's, it's kind of cool, because I can tell you where it came from. <laughs> so when it's an advice column, I can't tell you where it came from. And this person says, I work at a research lab uh, that has taken uh, on this new research project from another lab, and there's a woman who is a supervisor working on the experiment. So this woman comes in and she's no longer, you know, uh, she's new. Mm -hmm. On Halloween, she invited me and two other research assist assistants to her boyfriend's house to kick back and have a little Halloween party. I got there really late and she was very drunk. As soon as she <laughs> saw me, she jumped on top of me and started hugging me, kissing my cheek, and then she squeezed my boobs, <laughs> touched my hair. Now, she did this for about a good two minutes. I'm sorry, which, where'd you get this again? <laughs> I know, you're like, and Chuck, could you please yeah. slow down? Slow down and slow take down. off a piece of clothing while you tell me. All right, go ahead. So, uh, she did this for a good two minutes. Yeah. Um, now, she goes on to say, and I'm just, because this is a long letter, that she, her boss, her new boss, cornered her in the bathroom and started touching her while she was talking to her Damn. and tried to touch her multiple times. Eventually, I got her to open the door, and I quickly jumped out. I have no idea what to do because, here's the kicker, I am attracted to her. <gasps> However, she is my supervisor. She also has a boyfriend who I met. He was also flirtatious. The whole thing is a mess. Part of me is pissed that she put me in this situation. The other slightly enjoyed the seduction. <laughs> What should I do? Okay, this girl's a mess. I got two words. Go ahead. Film it. <laughs> nice. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Drops the mic and leaves the stage. Okay. Uh, I don't know, Chuck. So here's the answer. Yep. I mean, here's what the person answered. They okay. said, uh, I want her, I don't want her. You have to choose one. But be professional and be careful. Mm. If she does this on the job, then you have cause for a sexual harassment suit. So the person who's telling her what to do is basically has an angle for a, a, a litigation mm. here. Um, if you want to be promiscuous, then do it. But don't act surprised if things go south and it starts affecting your job mm. life. So this is the advice that this person gives her. 
Okay. Wasn't bad to me. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, she's in a predicament, don't you think? I think she is in a predicament. Now, what what really in this? First of all, have you ever been in something like this? Man? No. God, I wish that would happen to me one time. <laughs> a teacher, a coworker, a boss, something to get me ahead or happy as a child. Yeah, never. You know what's funny is that uh, only men have this. Okay. And uh, Seth, my producer, is sitting over there. He's uh, he's yes, with sir. us. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. It was three men in the room here, so I'm going to be on. You just went on record. I'm going to go on record. Oh, you got something? No, no. I wanted to. I never did. Oh. Okay? I, I don't know about you, Seth. This has always been a fantasy of mine since I was a little kid. My fifth grade teacher, her name was Ms. Ms. Newman. And I wanted so badly <laughs> to be the Paul in her Newman. <laughs> and I had fantasies of this woman right. all the time. But of course, it never, ever happened. So now, like you just said, yeah. when I see these reports where a teacher is, now, and get, don't get me, it's wrong. I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong. But when I see these reports where a teacher is sexually molesting a young teenage boy, mm -hmm. I'm jealous. I'm I'm gonna be honest. Wait, are you jealous until you see the teacher? <laughs> well, <Or it's> <laughs> yeah. You're right, because you gotta. Yeah. It really does depend on the teacher. Of course, it? it really depends on the yeah. teacher. You know. So that's my point. In a situation, you ever been? You've never been in a situation where a teacher, boss, anything like that. No. <clears throat> Oh, God, I wouldn't want to even spend two minutes with any of the bosses I've ever had. Well, you know, and that's the problem. So now, what do you think? Let's let's get to her... Correct let's advice? Let's get to her correct advice. What, what are you thinking in terms of you got a boss you're attracted to, you are clearly crossing a line when you are fraternizing with somebody who's in a position of power, and you may be opening yourself up to a really dicey situation. I see. So what do you do? I say no. Get out. Get out. Forget it. There's a million people out there. A billion people out there. Anybody else? How about that? Anybody, Anybody else? else? So Why do you want that hassle? It's a, just a disaster. Right. Don't you think? You know, no, let's see. And this, let me tell you something, people. First like, of all. Like, oh, no, let's say ahead. you wanted me for the show as a regular. I wouldn't even look at you. I wouldn't even look at you. What's that? What? I, I would just leave. If you and I were doing this regularly. Right. And you were like, Lenny, come on over. Let, no. No. I'm right. not even I got to go. Exactly. Show's right. over. Bye. Show's over. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want any part of it. Right. And you know, the other thing, too, is that she's not taking into account is the fact that alcohol is involved here. Oh, yeah. And, and people don't understand that when people are drunk, that's not the person. You are not dealing with the person that is really the person. You're dealing with the drunk. Right. You're not dealing with the person, right. you know? And so this, she may have been out of line and didn't realize that she was out of line. She may not really want to go forward with this. Oh, it's coworkers, especially getting drunk. Just get out of there. Yeah. It's never. When does it end with happy tale? When have you ever heard like, oh, yeah, we all we all got drunk at the Christmas party and then and, now right. we're getting married. No, it's a disaster. <laughs> it is a disaster. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. And the answer is here's here's your answer, uh, Brianna. Uh, since I can say her name, I just can't say, you know. Mm. So here's your answer, Brianna. Get out. Don't do it. And that goes for everybody else who's thinking about sleeping with your boss. Don't do it. Unless your boss's name is Chuck Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and you're with the modeling agency. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. What did she win? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Look for us online at play.it. Can I give you some advice? Just one piece of advice. Welcome back to Nice Advice with Chuck Nice. Good advice. Good advice. If you've got a problem, he's got the answer. That's good advice. Okay, let's move on. Lenny, that was uh, sage advice, and uh, I appreciate you chiming in for Brianna's little problem there. Good luck, Brianna. Okay. Um, Seth, how are we doing on time? I don't know. We're doing fantastic. Okay, great. Okay. All right, guys, here we go. We're going to move on to our next little advice. And this is a person who writes in and says, I call this one, if you lie down with dogs. Okay? <laughs> and this is what they say. <laughs> that my love life this is going to be about. So. <laughs> All right. To start, my roommate and his girlfriend and I have been running a house together for six months. They have had a dog ever since we all moved in together. And they have a pit bull that constantly pisses and craps everywhere (laughs) constantly (laughs) the doors in the house won't lock shut because he has uh, so he has pissed and shitted in my room they recently got a puppy for whatever effing reason is beyond me they have gotten the house infested with fleas Mm. i stayed at my girlfriend's house a lot because uh, she has a daughter and this week i bought them over to the place and they both got fleas from me essentially i'm paying rent for a place where i never am okay what should i do (laughs) this one seems really easy doesn't it It does seem easy but it really isn't because just say something about the dogs like people love pit bulls i know don't don't send chuck letters you can send me the letters about pit bull they're the scariest People say they're the cutest and most tame. It's just if you train them right. Right. But to me, this is like, what do you, a pit bull, if he's got an attitude, you're not going to tell him what to do. So he's running the show, don't you think? Okay, first of all, I do think that, Lenny, and I can't believe you just brought up a great little memory from my childhood. Oh, good. My father. Mrs. Newman. <laughs> Mrs. Newman. I was Had naked. a pit bull. Yeah. <laughs> and some peanut butter. <laughs> and a leash. It's the weirdest six-year-old fantasy. All right, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, Chuck. Very nice. No, don't be sorry. That's very, very funny. Very funny. Okay, so here's the deal. When I was a kid, my father had a, uh, in his business, he wanted a guard dog. And so he bought a pit bull, pit bull puppy oh. that he could train to stay on the premises. Mm. But while it was a puppy, it had to live with us. Okay. <sighs> so this puppy grew up very quickly and became territorial over the laundry room, which was his domain. (laughs) Two things happened. When he started teething, he actually chewed a hole through the laundry room door. (laughs) And then once he got old enough to know that the laundry room was his, the only two people that he allowed in the laundry room were me, because I fed him every day, Mm -hmm. and my father, because my father bonded with him as a puppy. Uh. So then eventually, my mother, we had to get rid of the pit bull. He had to move down to the the plant where my (laughs) father... Because... You ran out of clothes. Right. (laughs) She could not... She could not do the laundry. She could not do the laundry. (laughs) I'm naked, Mom. (laughs) I have to go to school. (laughs) So, to to the effect of what you said about pit bulls, I think you're right. Pit bulls are territorial, Uh. and I I know everybody says they're great, but you know they're the sweetest animals in the world. No, they're not. He bit a hole through, through the, the door. door. Okay, the door, this right. guy clearly get 
out. Yeah. So, uh, okay, but here's the thing. Now, have you ever lived with a somebody that you really didn't, things weren't just working out? Yes. And 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 and, and, and what did you do? First of all, what happened? That that what wasn't working out? Uh, just our relationship, I guess. <laughs> or no, I'm saying, was it like he was the person was sloppy? Oh, or oh was like it, that? Like was it? No, they no. were just an, a, an evil little bitch of a person. Or mm. well, I did live with slobs, so that that you don't want it. Like I'm a need free. If you're like that, right? Y- you can't. Yeah. Can't see, now like I've that. had that same thing too. Yeah. I'm a need free. Yeah. And I had a person who, um, how can I put it? They would leave the dishes until they turned into furniture. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, nasty. Like like dishes that you had to throw out because the the plate, what was on the plate was moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's how like fur. I didn't realize food could get fur. <laughs> food grows fur after a period of time. That's uh, yeah, how nasty. At college, I lived with like five guys, and that bathroom after a while was just Never. like I can't. I won't even describe it on the air. It's so, so the good. idea is this. This yep. guy signed a lease, and I know this might be more of a legal thing, but how do you get out? Of a lease? Uh, no. How do you get out of a relationship where you're living with somebody and you want to go? You just got to go. I think you just go. I mean, that guy, you give him money for a month, it's your problem now. I can't live here. You can't. So you don't believe in trying to work it out? Like, hey, man, you got to you gotta stop it with the dog and, and the poop. And, well, uh, <laughs> and you know well, The I mean? dog's running the show and the poop is everywhere and there's fleas what how are you going to work this out i mean you know clearly doesn't care the other guy right you know i think now now see me personally i because i am a neurotic freak yeah who has a real problem with conflict Mm -hmm. um and by that i mean i crave it (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna work this out to the middle end is that what you're saying see me i'm like the dog's gotta you know we're gonna fumigate the dog's gonna live outside who's paying for that you see that's a problem come on switzerland you know what take a side i think you're right i think you're right the dog's gotta go i know chuck it came down to the money i got him i know right down to the money and i'm right i think you're right the the dog's gotta go what'd they tell him okay so here's the deal should be good this is funny they told him here and here's here's a two-word answer Move out. There you go. I got it around. What did I win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, what are you going to do? You, it's yeah. a mess. Exactly. So now here's my real advice for this person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the future, how about you vet the person that you're trying to live with? Vet is the appropriate word for this. Yeah, just <laughs> see what I did there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Vet, spay, no. neuter, it's whatever vet, you got spay, do. neuter. But the truth of the matter is, people, when you are moving in with somebody, moving in with somebody is a marriage that um, that basically is not recognized by God. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still married. That's true. You got to respect the space. Right. You got to respect the space. You got to respect the other person. Right. And here's the thing. For anyone listening, the real deal is this. When you move in with somebody, and now, now remember this. And this isn't just Chuck Nice talking. This is all the wisdom of the ages talking. Mm -hmm. If it's not in writing, it is in fighting. You have to set ground rules in writing with your roommate. And you're going to seem like a douche. You're going to feel like a real tool when you do that. When you sit down with a friend that you've known and you guys were pulling each other in that little red uh, uh, Wagon. wagon that 
radio flyer wagon <laughs> that you lost a tooth because he pushed you down the hill without telling you first that you weren't ready and all that. And you guys share all these memories. When you sit down with that guy and you say, look, man, here's here's the agreement. And, you know, I'm going to need you to put down what you're going to do. And here's what you're responsible for. And I need you to sign off on this. And then I'm going to sign off on it. You're going to feel really awkward. But you're going to love yourself <laughs> when you pull that out and you go, hey, man, here's our agreement, brother. I really need you to honor it because then you don't have to argue. Well, and I'd, I'd counter with that, like, uh, would you like to talk to my pit bull, my lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? You've done this before? Yes, I did. I moved in with, because of my, okay, I had, a, I had a situation where I lived with somebody, the slob I was telling you right. about, and where I found out that food could get furry oh. because of this person, mm. okay? I also found out that you could turn a toilet into a chocolate ski slope, okay? <laughs> Let me just say that, all right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I hate to paint that picture, but this guy just, you know what? He left a little something for me to remember him by in the toilet every single morning, mm. anyway. Uh, long story short, after that experience, I moved in with one other person, and I told them, look, man, here's the deal. And um, the person moved out. The other person <laughs> the, moved out? Yeah. They wouldn't he, sign it? They wouldn't sign it. They were like, yo, man, I got to go. And guess what? It worked out for mm. me personally, because I was like, this is great. You know, I found another roommate, somebody who was willing to sign. Yep. And it's better, believe it or not, roommates are better when you're not really good friends. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, because... You, so let me slide on the rent. Let me slide on this. Exactly. You know, it's like, no. Right. You're not really good friends. So what happens is you, it's already just an arrangement. Yeah. So I say when you're looking for a roommate, look for somebody that you know well enough that they're not going to be that much of a problem, mm -hmm. but not so well where you won't have a problem telling them to get the hell out, you know? So, I like it. All right. That's some nice advice. Yeah, there you go. That's hey, we solving the problems of the world here, man. That's what we're doing right, right. now. All right. Seth, what are we doing on time, my friend? We got 10 minutes to go. We got 10 minutes. Fantastic. I like the theme is get out, it seems like, so far. So, so far, far get we've out. Had two, we've had two problems in both times. It's get <laughs> out. You know, I don't know. Now, here's one from my wife. <laughs> I wonder what the answer is going to be. I wonder what the answer is going to be for this one. Yeah, sign okay. this. <laughs> exactly. Sign this. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, this one I have titled The Coolest. Mm. All right. And Lenny, you and I, we're around the same age. So yep. uh, I, I want to see what you feel about Because this guy just, I don't know if this guy's being real about his problem or if, or if he's bragging. So mm -hmm. listen, he goes, uh, I've seen the world. I'm tattooed. My crew was the coolest in town. And I knew I was going to solve all of the world's problems. Wait a minute. I didn't write this, guys. <laughs> now I'm in a nine to five professional that is boring, that makes me uninspired, and I feel dead inside. Hmm. How do you guys carry that zest for life after college and into adulthood? <laughs> Do you not love this guy? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, listen, I can't make this up, man. That's what, 23? He's got to be 23. Yeah. Which I knew when I read this. I'm like, this kid's like 22, 23, because he said, my crew was the coolest <laughs> in town. 
Like whenever you say like, oh, yo, man. I'm rolling with the coolest crew, yeah. like you don't know jack dick about life. <laughs> okay? Oh my All right. God. So here's the answer that was given to All me. Right. <clears throat> and this is somebody who's probably 27 and jaded. It begins by looking back and realizing that you weren't so damn cool in the first place. Your tattoos are silly, and the world's problems have escaped the best minds forever. Now face forward and march, you dick. Sign, <laughs> sign mommy. Sign mommy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, poor. Um, kid. Lenny. <laughs> Sign mommy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is what this kid needs. Good spanking. Oh, God. That's Grow so up. <clears throat> this guy, I love when people peak at like 18. Well, you know, here's, this is why I put this in. Because it, it there are people out there. Now, listen, you you know, as a stand-up comic, a comic, <clears throat> you and I both know that um, there is no hope in life. <laughs> 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 I didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That this is all a meaningless cosmic exercise, <laughs> and uh, and that people are wasting their time trying to find meaning. I never okay. saw a guy hit a wall like this that fast. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I was the coolest. I was the crew. The day he walks out of school, I got my diploma. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. There's a lot left, dude. Yes, exactly. So, what do you say? You know, to people in terms of now, I'm not talking about this guy. I'm talking about real people who are having problems, and because they're about our age, you and I are about forty-ish, okay, and they're having problems because they become disillusioned. How do you keep Lenny Marcus? How do you keep the zest for life? You know, I think every comedian has a little insight into this. I really do. Well, I mean, I, most comedians did what I did. They had some other track they were going on exactly beforehand. So we're not too far from this guy. That's that's why I. So say I can that. relate to this guy. You know, right. like whatever his job is. I mean, he has. If this guy was so creative and had some dreams, he must have some inkling in his head. Like if I would have done this, then go do that. Right. And that's what I always wanted to do. Like I was a systems engineer, an advanced systems engineer. And right. Like, and I just didn't like it. So I'm like, if you want to go back to square one, you still can, especially at 20. See, that's the three. problem. Yeah. At 23, you can do anything you want, you moron. Um, <laughs> your life has just begun. begun. It's There's so much more to go. It's, yes. You know, it, it, just pick what another thing and go for it. And go Even for if it's on the weekend. Do it a couple right. of days a week. Pick one day a week. Right. Whatever this guy wants to be. Start it as a hobby and go. If it's stand-up, you could do it on every Wednesday at an open mic right. and see if you still like it. If it's Which, by the way, I'm still doing. That's how great my career is going. <laughs> <laughs> every, every Wednesday, you can uh, catch me at laugh your balls off. Go ahead. But after the show, he'll tell you exactly what to do with your life. Exactly. Um, yeah, this guy, you know, like. So now, what brought, what brought you to stand up comedy? The fact that so well, you, I was in the corporate world. Systems. I sound like this guy, you know. Right. I was in a corporate world. I was advanced systems engineer. I was living in the Midwest. Right. I didn't want to live in the Midwest anymore. I didn't want to uh, be a corporate person in a suit anymore. I right. wanted, and I always thought I could, you know, uh, I was funny enough to be and creative enough to do something creative. And I, that's what I did. I moved my life closer 
home, step one. Right. Step two, I was near a comedy club, and I would go in there every Wednesday to the open mics to see if I was still good at this. And how did you How did and you I, get the, the gumption to go up the you first You just have time? to do it. You know, you set a date, and you write a thing, and write some material. You know what has to be done, you know, right. if, or you ask, and then, and then you just go for it. And right. that's it. You just jump out the window. You know. <laughs> I love how well, it, I love that your description of getting into comedy is jumping out of a well, window. What I mean by that is, and I tell my friends this all the time who hit the crossroads: is leap, and the net will appear. Nice in, in comedy. Look at Zen yeah, Lenny. Yeah, exactly. That I didn't write that. Zenny. I didn't. Write that. I didn't <laughs> Zen Lenny. Zenny. Uh, I didn't write that, but it leap, leap and, and the net will appear. The funny thing about stand-up is sometimes the net does not. <laughs> yes, exactly. But no, it, you know, you have to have faith in yourself and and the fact that things will work out for you especially for a guy who was that seemingly that confident right you know now see my crew was the coolest i was the coolest what a confident guy until now so like stay with that confidence and go for whatever you want to do and the other thing too is i think that you know this guy had a big fish i mean uh yes this was big fish small pond syndrome could be you know, it's like uh, you know, you're you're cool. You're hanging high around school. these people. You're high school. Everybody yeah. thinks, or even in college, I know guys that do this in college. Everything's going great. They got a super fly looking girlfriend. Yeah. There are there maybe might be an athlete or something like that. And then that bubble collapses on them because they're not going to play pro ball. They effed around in school, and now they're working at a car dealership. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that, uh, you know, uh, but they're working at a car dealership and they're not making as much money as they thought. Every, nothing is what they thought it was going to be. And now they're angry, you know. Yeah. And so that's that's what I, my advice to this guy is, you know, you are on the way to being a bitter, angry person. That's right. This you're not really asking for advice. What you're doing right now is venting your disappointment in yourself and in life in general. Uh, this is something that I am an expert in. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, the answer is this. Uh, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel disappointed in yourself. It's okay to be disappointed in life. Only if you're going to use it to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to use it to do something, then it's great. If not, start drinking <laughs> heavily. It, Self-medication, I'm sorry, does not get enough credit. <laughs> oh, no. This part, you know, look, change now, kid. Yeah, change now. That's, right now. Do it right now. That's the deal. Change now. The longer you wait, the, right. the worse you're going to cry like this. By the way, that's good advice. The longer you wait, the worse you're going to try. And here's the deal. Fear, people. Fear is what stops you from making those types of moves. Yep. The truth of the matter is, if you embrace fear, see, everybody says, well, how do I get over my fear? You don't. You don't. That's, that's the deal. You just don't get over your fear. Right. You're never going to get over your fear. Doesn't that scare the hell out of you? <laughs> it should, because that's how successful people become successful. They go forward in spite of their fear, and then they find success. So that's how we're going to end our show today. There is no hope for you ever getting over <laughs> your fear. <laughs> but go forth anyway, and you shall find happiness. Let me say thank you to Lenny Marcus. You got it, buddy. Hey, man. Thank so great. You. And thank you, man, for being my first of guest, course. for being here. Anytime. I, I just appreciate you so much. I you mean got it. That. I love you, Jeff. And I uh, love you, too. And uh, <laughs> let me say thank you to Seth, my producer. Thank you, guys. And let me say thank you to you guys listening. Um, if you want to hear this, it's CBSplay.it. And do we? where else do we put this, Seth? 
Play.it, iTunes, TuneIn. We're everywhere. Anywhere. Now, listen. Here's Should be the, Spotify. Right. And let me just tell you, the way this works is uh, I don't get to keep this podcast unless I get 50,000 listeners. So uh, <laughs> you need to send this around and let people know about it. You are my only ally in making this thing happen. Uh, don't just like it. Uh, download it. So it's like this. Don't give me a like. Give me a retweet. Okay? That's <laughs> and comment. I'll leave, leave a comment on, your, leave your comments. on iTunes. That helps. <laughs> yeah, leave your comments on iTunes. You know, If they're good. And if you were the coolest yes. kid in school, you know a lot of people. Tell them. Right. And if, right, and if you rolled with the coolest crew in town. <laughs> I'm going I'm to tweet this out to my crew later for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Don't worry. And uh, remember, uh, if you got a problem, we got the answer. Uh, it may not be right, but we got the answer.